going on, everybody? This is uh, Tooth Be Toad. Welcome, welcome. This is Dr. Walter Rocca. And this is Dr. Kradak, as always. Today, we have a, a hodgepodge of topics. Yeah, we, we just couldn't really come together on what we were going to talk about. So we said, let's just give them everything that we know. Exactly. Let's just uh, spaghetti method it. Just throw it against <laughs> the wall, see what sticks. Right. Until we get bored and say, okay, we have to stop. But but first, before we actually get on a dental topic, we have to talk about uh, why Dr. Aka is just an overt liar. Okay, please. Shall I elaborate? Yeah, no. And Well, you need to now. Okay, of course. Uh, well, not only did he say that he would first go to the Super Bowl of his uh, of his infamous Eagles... Well, they're uh, not they, infamous. If, they're winners. Now, okay, now they're they winners, are. Now, despite you and okay. despite your support. Uh, <laughs> but even after that, he said, if they win, I will be in Philly for that parade. Do you understand how long I've waited for the Eagles to win? And what happened this week? They had a parade. But where were you? I was I was in Houston watching it on the on my uh, computer. Okay, great. You know great. why? Why? It's called having a child. Oh, oh. Okay, I can't abandon a, a child abandonment. What what a wonderful okay. first memory to take your child to to Philly to to, to a five month old fly to Philly in the cold fly Eagles See, fly <laughs> that's child abuse okay and and I, let's be honest my wife would never even let me get come near doing anything like that. okay maybe that's the pro- that's see, the truth in it there it, it, there's I mean, the truth you know, the truth is out there there's a lot to be said about uh, being afraid of your, your your wife yes oh okay. so you live in fear I live in fear when it comes to that little girl. Okay. That, little, that little girl has me and my wife both kind of wrapped around her finger. Okay, well. Let me explain to you what happened today. Okay, explain to me. No, let me tell you what happened today, okay? <laughs> Five months old, okay? She's too smart for her own good, okay? So she realizes when she does, eh, uh, 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 right? Someone always comes and picks her up. If it's not me, it's my wife or, or, or my mother, right? Of course. Right? Someone's coming. Somebody's going to come. But today we said, no, we're not doing that. She's going to have to learn how to be independent, okay? At five months. Play by yourself. She always wants attention. <laughs> and I am not going to raise a child who is a, an attention seeker. Okay. Okay? She's going to learn to be independent, Beyonce, shout out. So okay? what you're going to do is ignore her. her. Oh, ignore her. I'm okay. going to ignore her. Okay, okay, great. So this is what we try to do. Yeah, 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 yeah. Don't even look at her. We're still not looking. Then starts yelling. Of course. So she's yelling. She's yelling. I'm like, okay, this is a bit much now. Now she's dramatic. She's like, I know you hear me. I right. <laughs> so now she's dramatic. So I go over and I'm like, you need to cut that out. I had to. I had to be. You know. I had to okay. be. I had put, to be tough. put some bass in your voice. I said, you need to cut that out. <laughs> she looks at me and starts flailing her body. Starts flailing her body all over the place. I'm like, this is way too much now. It's called a tantrum. Yo. Welcome to uh, the next 18 years of your life. She hasn't done that ever. Until It it never goes away now. So then she keeps doing it. And I'm like, all right, no. This is not happening. Somebody's got to set their foot down. And it's going to be me. I'm going to win. You're the bad guy. So it's me versus a five-month-old. And we're going at it. My money's on Nina. (laughs) Thanks for your support. You're you're welcome. So we're going back and forth. <laughs> we're going at it, right? And I'm like, no, don't pick her up. She will learn to calm down. So then she calms down. I go, okay, let's go ahead and eat. So I grab her and I try to eat. I try to feed her, right? Because she's on the solids now, a little bit on the solids. Okay. Right? So I try to feed her. I put her low, you know, her low. Uh, what do you call that? 
the um, bib. Bib. Thank you. I put we, that on. We her. just use those every day. So right. I it's put kind of weird I put, that you don't know. I put that. the anyway. bib. I put the bib. Well, this is brand new to me. <laughs> so I put the bib on her. Right. Uh, and she's just sitting there, not realizing that she's plotting against me. Still, she's still angry with me. Oh, she didn't forget. So the second I go to feed her, she starts flailing again, and yelling even louder. Of course. And my 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 wife goes, no, let me go get her. So she gets her. The second my wife picks her up, she stops crying. Did she look she at looks you? Looks at me. Oh yeah, there it is. She looks at me, and I know she's smug about it too. <laughs> so she looks at me. She goes, "Huh, I won." <laughs> exactly. And if she could curse, she'd say some extra other words. She she'd probably say it under breath in her right? little baby language. So I go, okay, okay, this is the kind of game we're playing now. Is that, is that what we're doing today? Okay, let's do this. So she finishes eating, and I go to my I go, let me take her. Let me give her a bath. Okay. Because now it's just me and her again. <laughs> All I'm right. like, I'm going to give her a bath. I get her. Yeah, let's go play. So she's so happy. She's happy right now. I go and give her a bath. And she knows I'm kind of mad. So halfway through, I'm like, oh, we're going to go ahead. And she's like, you know, I'm giving her a bath. And we're all having a good time. Because she likes giving, She likes getting baths. Yeah. So we're, we're having a good time. We're having a good time. And she wants to grab the, the little uh, cup. You know, we give a little cup and we scoop it on her. Okay. Yeah. So she wants to grab the little cup. I said, no. Why? I said, no. <laughs> okay. Just to be spiteful? To be... Now I realize it's me and the little baby. <laughs> One of us has to really win out. So she goes, ah, starts yelling again. And I go, good. Let it begin. <laughs> so <laughs> for five minutes, it's me and this little yelling individual. Okay. Oh, yeah. And, and the funny thing is, there's no tears. No. She's just yelling now. She's just mad. My wife comes in, what's going on? Everything okay? I said, please step away. <laughs> <laughs> we have, we need to finish this. So she's crying, she's crying, we're going back and forth. I finish. I give it back to my wife. And <laughs> looks right at me again. Every time. I said, uh-uh-uh. <laughs> I have raised a monster. That's, uh, this okay? is parenting. Bro. I don't know what to do because she clearly is not going to give up and I'm not going to give up either. Let's, let's be, let's be honest. Um, Nina's going to win out because uh, this, just like in, in my house, um, one of you is going to cave and uh, they know that they know that they're sweet and cuddly and that, you know, Oh, you're, you, you want to, you want to prove something. I'll prove something to you uh, by making your life miserable. Yes. And then that's basically what happened. Yeah. But the good thing was, after she cried for a while, she got tired and fell asleep. Oh, there you after go. After the bath, she just like literally just we fed her. She and used she all her energy uh, just throwing a fit. So to me, I'm thinking maybe I should keep doing this. <laughs> like, this is you a... know I don't see that going for a long time, but I'm like, eh, yeah, she tired herself out. Ari's one and a half, and uh, she still does the same thing. And mom likes being the hero. So hey, so someone someone's got to do it, but it won't be me. I'm I'm the bad guy. Yeah, someone's you know, got to be the bad guy. Tony Montana said. You need bad guys like me in this life. <laughs> okay? That's not what he said. I feel, I feel like I feel like he pa- I paraphrased. But you need uh, a bad guy like me. You need someone to point at and say, "Look at the bad guy." Well, there you go. And I'm going to be the bad guy. Uh, so, so now back to an actual dental topic. Um, we're going <laughs> to talk today about wisdom teeth. Everyone has questions about wisdom teeth. Some people are like, "Do I have to get my wisdom teeth out? Why do we have wisdom teeth if we have to just take them out?" Uh, they just seem like an annoying concept to most people. Doctor, uh, 
Well, Aka, so, I, I know you have some interesting uh, research on well, this. Before before we get to that research, okay. right? Tell them exactly why we recommend getting your wisdom teeth taken out in America. In America, wow! In America, <laughs> in America, um, we recommend getting uh, your wisdom teeth out when they are malpositioned, meaning they're in a position that you can't clean them, or they're not fully erupted, or they're causing damage to the neighboring teeth. Um, most people have this because they uh, they don't have enough room for them to erupt or come in uh, straight. Some people do, but uh, most people do not. Uh, as um, as we have evolved, our jaw has got smaller. And uh, because of that, there's not enough room for all the teeth that we used to have. So, uh, I mean, that's basically my synopsis of it. But um, wisdom teeth are very variable, right? Wouldn't you say they they come in a lot of different sizes, shapes, and forms? Some people have four. Some people have none. Some people, I had one patient that had uh, 32 wisdom teeth. So, he had exactly 64 teeth in total. What? He 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 had 32 extra wisdom teeth. Really? Yeah, very small ones, but they were all impacted. It was pretty cool. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah. Um, but you know, one thing that we always talk about is we want to prevent any issues, right? That's why we normally do. That's why we take out wisdom teeth. So as a periodontist, you know, we tell our patients, listen, you know, sometimes the wisdom teeth are very difficult to clean, which is very true. A lot of people can't get back there to floss their teeth or brush it properly, right? Mm-hmm. So usually, um. I'm gonna I'm gonna say ninety percent of the time people usually have deep pockets around wisdom teeth. Okay, so that leads to a lot of issues, periodontal disease, and so forth. And then what about when the the wisdom teeth are only half erupted, so they're only halfway out? Right. They, it's easy to get uh, the the bacteria to get trapped in the area they can't clean it out, and then uh, eventually it'll become an abscess, right? So yes, that's pericornitis, right? Yeah. And pericornitis basically is the extra flap of tissue. Right underneath, that's where the bacteria gets trapped between the teeth. That's somewhat coming out and the uh, the tissue, right? And so bacteria just sits right underneath there, starts causing a lot of problems, and you basically have swelling uh, gum in that area that causes an infection. And then people are like, "I'm in pain, I'm in pain." And do, unfortunately, the way we normally do it is we rinse and clean that area out, or we take that extra tissue away. You cut that tissue away. We cut that tissue away. All right. And the problem with that is. To get patients numb is very difficult in that area because it's infected, right? Of course. So you can, again, rinse that area out, which is most of the time what dentists do. Mm-hmm. They prescribe uh, antibiotic mouth rinse or whatever it may be. It's actually antimicrobial mouth rinse, whatever it may be. And then you clean that area out, let the swelling and the bacteria load go down. Once that happens, then we can remove that extra tissue. Okay. So you're talking about removing tissue. What about when we have to remove the whole tooth? What determines if we have to do that? Well, so like you talked about, there are different factors, right? Mm-hmm. We can't clean that area. Uh, it's pushing against other teeth, right? Which I don't know if there are any evidence to really prove that it can cause malocclusion or mal, you know, or uh, crowding. A lot of the problem is, oh, it could cause crowding because that wisdom tooth is growing sideways and is pushing on the other teeth, right? Mm-hmm. You've heard that. Of course, every right. day. Uh, and for you know, for uh, other issues, maybe hey, it's pushing on the other tooth and it's causing a cavity that's going to be on the root of the other tooth. Now I've seen that a lot. Yeah. I've seen that a lot too, and so now we have to take it out and then deal with the other tooth, or it's causing a bone defect on the backside of of the, uh, of the other tooth, mm-hmm. right? So those are all the factors that we have to do. But in Europe, they're basically saying, well, if those aren't the factors that you can see. Why do you need to touch them? 
What? They're basically saying if those factors are not there and the wisdom teeth come in or they're impacted underneath the bone and they're not causing any problem, why do you need to take them out? Because when when kids are, you know, 15, 16, 17, 18 mm-hmm. is when they normally get their teeth taken out by the oral surgeon. And we do that because... That's an easy time to take them out, right? The healing time is less. The healing time is less. The, the tooth is not completely is formed, formed, so yes. it's a lot easier. You can scoop those right? suckers out pretty quick. But there isn't much research that backs up saying it's necessary. It's a, it's definitely a preventative measure, uh, right, in most cases. But um, throughout the course of their lifetime, the chances that they have uh, an infection or an issue with one or multiple of their Wisdom teeth, I know, is around uh, is above fifty percent. Well, so that, that you're predicting now, yeah, right, and that's that's what a lot of uh, European um, and 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 Australian dentists are saying. They're like, well, you're predicting someone's future. Why don't you wait until it's an actual problem, then take the teeth out? Why if, do you need to take it out ahead of time? Well, what if you're they're supremely uh, compromised at that time? So, say, what if it only manifests as a problem in their fifties? Right. And, and, you know, a lot, I think a lot of, uh, and any oral surgeons listening can correct me if I'm wrong, but I'm probably not. I'm sure they will. <laughs> um, <laughs> the research says after 35, usually the teeth are not going to erupt anymore or not going to cause much of an issue if it's impacted. I mean, mm-hmm. if it's under the bone, it won't come out or it won't yeah, cause much of an issue. There shouldn't be much movement. There shouldn't be much movement. So you after after 35, it normally stays. Yeah. Okay. So again, if it's the case, if that's the case, then when you're 15, 16, 17, 18, you can't really predict anything and say, oh, it's going to cause a problem. So a lot of European and Australian dentists are saying, why not just leave it alone until it gets to a point where we need to take it out? So when it's a problem, then take it out. When it's a problem, then take it out. Okay. Just like with anything that we do in dentistry, except for wisdom teeth. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm sure the oral surgeon's like, you better shut your goddamn mouth. I need well, to make money off of this. But it, that's what they're saying. They're saying that it's unnecessary. I, you know, I, I'll kind of fall in the middle. I I there's I see wisdom teeth that are impacted all day, every day uh, in older patients. And I don't re- refer them to get them out um, because they're, yeah, they're not causing any problems. They don't look like they're in a harmful place. And they're past the age when they really should see a lot of movement. So, yeah, you let sleeping dogs lie in those cases. But I think there's a lot of cases where you can tell this is not going to to turn out well um, at around 16 or 17. And you can already see the molar is is turning. The tooth bud is turned. Um, it's only going to develop sideways. And if you can do a quick procedure there that they can recover from in a week and not and not know it and be done with it. Um, I, I think it's a that's that's a lot more valuable than um the uh, Australian and uh, European dentists would say, um, because I see a lot of patients when their wisdom teeth are out, they have healthy mouths, they never have a problem, they had ortho, their teeth are still straight. But you're assuming that there's going to be a problem. Again, I've, it's an I've, assumption. I've heard orthodontists say that it, it, it does cause movement, That uh, and I've heard other orthodontists say it's not as big of a deal as, as people make it. Um, so I don't I don't know about that part, but I have definitely seen the, the issues that um, it's caused on the teeth in front of it, like especially when it burrows uh, into the tooth in front of it. And then now we're dealing with two teeth that are causing pain, the wisdom tooth and the tooth in front of it. And I've had situations where I had to take out both of them because someone wanted to wait. And uh, when you tell a person, yeah, we're going to go from having 
three molars on that side to having two molars on that side. Uh, because one tooth grew in sideways, they're kind of like, man, I should have just, I literally had patients say, why didn't my other dentist tell me to take this out before? Why didn't they? People are, people get people upset. People always want to blame somebody as once something bad happened. Maybe you need to brush your teeth. <laughs> How do you ever brush your wisdom floss. tooth? It's impacted. It's, it's okay. underneath the bone. Well, most of the time, impacted wisdom teeth don't cause much of an issue. What? Let's be completely honest. It what? doesn't. What? Okay, I'm telling you, it, if it's completely covered by bone, it does not cause much of an issue. Wisdom, wisdom Most te- of the issues that we have are what? Partially impacted, correct? Partially impacted yeah, the are, ones are definitely are, worse. Yeah, the ones that either have come out of the bone or come out of the gums completely. They're yes. the ones that cause most of the issue because now they're exposed to the oral bacteria, oral cavity, which is now exposed to bacteria. Th- those ones are definitely most of the problem, but how many people have that? A lot. Oh, that's what I'm saying. Okay, so you're talking about two different things now. You're saying that all wisdom teeth, I'm saying ones that are impacted underneath the bone, if you leave them alone, they don't ever cause an issue. I, At least I don't. I've never seen that. No, I'm I'm agreeing with that part. If yeah. It's, no, there's like I said, there's wisdom but, teeth that I don't that I that I say you leave them alone. Right, but oral surgeons want to take every wisdom teeth out. I don't and know some if dentists, all oral surgeons. I'm gonna say all. <laughs> come at me. <laughs> <laughs> please, please come at Doctor Aka. Doctor Kredok is is on your side. <laughs> no, uh, it, uh, so there's a and I, I mean I'm not sure if I can say his name, Doctor White, uh, Junior. It almost sounds like I made that name up. Right. You the didn't know if you could that. say White Junior. Well, that's his name, Ronald White Junior. <laughs> Very name. Okay. That's anyway, uh, University of North Carolina. Okay. Uh, it's basically, he said that uh, roughly sixty to seventy percent of patients with wisdom teeth will eventually have trouble with them. This is his his what he's saying. Okay. And then later on, um, his association uh, made a statement that says that. Um, between 25% to 70%. So, again, that's a heck of a range. I'm not sure what kind of research that is. <laughs> <laughs> you have either uh, a 25% or chance 70%, or 75% right, chance of the time. It says, <laughs> retained asymptomatic wisdom teeth are eventually extracted. So, the range is... So, basically 50 20, yeah, 50%. right. And then the one, the previous one, you know, the one they said 60, 70% of patients with wisdom teeth are eventually are eventually have trouble. But he also even admitted that this number is very limited when it comes to the research behind okay. it. Okay. So again, like I said, well, I think that's why a lot of Europeans are saying, we don't know if this is causing a problem or not. So why not just leave it alone? Okay. Right? I, so I get point, that part. Yeah, so the point to taking the wisdom teeth out, honestly... Unless you you are able to predict the future and say, yeah, this is going to cause a problem, sometimes it's very hard to determine. What if you're about to get braces? What if you're about to get braces, you see the wisdom teeth as uh, they might be a problem, you have like crowding, so you mean you don't have enough space, your teeth are all jumbled together, right? right. Do, do you think in that situation, it's a good idea to think about having your wisdom teeth removed or you or you want to just let it ride? Well, so what do they do no- normally whenever you have crowding? They, they have extract. Te- they have to take teeth out. Yeah. Right, but which pre-molars. ones do they normally? The premolars. Yeah. They don't ever talk about the wisdom teeth. I, I have right? lots of orthodontists that they refer them for the for the premolars and the wisdom teeth one shot. Right. Of IV sedation, right? Because of IV sedation, and on top of that, I honestly think they're just doing it again because of the knowledge that we have, where it's like, oh, let's prevent an issue. Well, let, let's let's be completely honest. We it, you you've done sedation before, uh-huh. correct? You you the sedation is more risky than the actual surgery. That's right. Right? 
That's right. So as a surgeon, you're like, I only want you to be under sedation one, one time, time for mm-hmm. the for for all of this. Mm-hmm. So I, I think that's why most oral surgeons, most uh, doctors, will be like, let's get all the wisdom teeth out. Let's let's have a clean slate here, and because we know you're going to want sedation, I'm not going to give you sedation possibly four times for a procedure I could do in one one visit. Would you would you agree or disagree with that? Again, you're this basic- is truth be told, <laughs> sir. You must you're, you must answer honestly. No, you're basically saying the same thing, right? It's uh, well to prevent any issues in the past. Let's just go ahead and take care of it now. Right? Okay. So that would be you know um, again, like I said, is it? Do I agree? No, I I absolutely agree. I I always tell people, look, you know, if their teeth are coming in, I tell them honestly, you're not gonna be able to you're not gonna be able to clean it back there. I've seen a lot of people. You know who don't who cannot reach back there to clean their you know their their uh, wisdom tooth. I see a lot of people who can, but just don't. <laughs> well, that's another <laughs> issue, right? No, a lot of people just can't. They're like, oh, I can't reach back there, and I'm like, oh, we'll try this, this, and no, I still can't reach back there. So I know that there's something that's going to lead to an issue. But if they're it's impacted and they're in their twenties, I used to just tell them just leave it alone. Just leave them alone. Let me ask you this question: Have you ever gotten a patient that are late fifties? Uh, all their wisdom teeth are out. They're straight. Um, they're all cavitated. They all have severe decay, and they're giving them pain. Do, do those patients ever want to keep them at that point? Or keep the wisdom you... teeth? Yeah. Well, most of the time they don't care about that. Is it, is it impacted? No, it's it's fully erupted. Then no, they got to take them. They want to take them out. They they want to take them out, even though they're perfectly straight. Why? Because there's a cavity in there, and you don't function and chew on them. What are you talking? It's 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 but it's it's we wasted all this time. We could have took uh, it out way before. Okay, so now now I'm gonna have to get a little irritated. <laughs> <laughs> what we're talking about is impacted being underneath the bone, not being not know. completely out or anything. If it's completely out, that's why I changed the topic. Yeah, if it's completely out, I complete. I agree. Get yeah. rid of them because you won't be able to use them, function with them, or take well, care of them. Take care of them. What do you what do you can you so can you restore them? It's hard. I've done. I've 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 put cavities or I've put uh, fillings on have, wisdom teeth. Have you before. ever did a, uh, a root canal on a, a wisdom tooth? One time, and it sucked. And it sucked. It sucked yeah, really bad. It really does. And I agree with you. What I'm saying is, if it's underneath the bone, you may parents. I'm speaking to parents because I just had a fight you're with a my five month old. Exactly. Okay, so I get this trouble. So for Nina, you're she's not going to get her wisdom teeth out if they're impacted and not causing any issues. I don't see why. Okay. I just feel like you're just going through the, oh, let's just do it because if, if they're some sideways, oral surgeon wants to. If they're to. impacted and they're sideways. Why? You're going to wait You're gonna wait till your baby girl is in pain. She's not going to be in you. pain. She's going to call you when she's 25 years old. You're going to say, uh, I thought I was done with you. <laughs> well, start off. I'm not going to say that. It's weird. You kind of, I can see you saying <laughs> that. If she says, I'm going to come back into the house, then I'm going to say, I thought I was done with you. <laughs> well, she's going to say, Dad, I need this procedure and I don't want to pay for it. You are a well-known uh, periodontist, and so uh, you should take care of this for me. And I'd be like, you're right. You should go somewhere else that's also well-known. <laughs> wow. No no love. You know? the fair. No, but honestly, bro, like I just, I think that if it's impacted, I, I, I wouldn't take it out. I mean, I, I'm going to, I'll, I'm going to agree halfway on this. Um, I, there's, I, if you look at enough cases, you can kind of tell, hey, this is probably going to be a problem. This one's not going to be a problem. Or it's going to be more of a problem to take it out than it is leaving it in. So um, this is just one of the topics we have. Man, right. we already got we already got a little 
got a little uh, feisty about that. We did. We did. Let's okay. Another one is is you know holidays are coming up again, right? We have what? Yes, holidays what are going to come. Holidays up soon. are coming. It's January. It's I'm February. talking I'm about wow. Mardi Gras. No one considers that to be a holiday. Have you been down south? Uh, That's I all I hear. That's all I hear. Galveston uh, Mardi Gras. Oh, you know uh, Louisiana has New Orleans has Mardi. Well, Gras. that's the real Mardi Gras, right? Let's be honest, right? And what happens with Mardi Gras? People lose their minds, and then what? They but how do they lose their mind by drinking? Okay, yeah. okay. And I can guarantee you, they're gonna have some dental trauma. <laughs> okay, you get you get a few drinks in you. Oh, that is for sure. What's that? What's that one green drink? Uh, the uh, grenade. Grenade. Yes, right. Get a few grenades in you. I've, I've had that. It's it only it only incredibly takes one. Strong. It only really takes right. one. So then you have dental trauma. So this is for our patients who are going to go to Mardi Gras. Oh, We're going to tell you now. how to basically, <laughs> if you lose a tooth, what's going to happen? How to basically get yourself in and out so that we can actually maintain those teeth and 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 you know not look ridiculous. I mean, let's let's be honest. Uh, we've all been there when you're you're stumbling around drunk. Mm-hmm. Hopefully, you you don't lose the whole tooth though. Let's start off with that. Okay. So let's go through like the steps. So like, start off the first thing. Maybe you had too much to drink. You you trying to hit on some guy? Who hit on a, some guy. Know, some, some girls. Some girls. Uh, uh, some guy's girlfriend. Yeah. Right. And and he says, "Yo, what are you doing? What, what what's going on here?" And he's you're like, "Ah, shut up and get out of here." And he, I, he I gives had a you friend quick, that was always like that. He see? always was the first one to get punched. That's right. And he gives you a quick one, two. Pop, pop. Right? And you break your tooth. Yeah, it's 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 chipped pretty bad. Half of it is gone. <laughs> what do you do in those situations? What what do you so so first off, right, you're gonna want to make an appointment uh Hopefully. To, your, to your dentist. But uh things that you should look for. Um can you see pink in the center of the tooth? If right. you can see pink, that means you got to the nerve. That means you got to the nerve. You're going to need a root canal. Uh, is the tooth loose? If the tooth is loose, uh, most of the time when you go to the dentist, they're going to have to splint it to see if it's savable. And when I say loose, not like you can uh, uh, basically pull it out your, yourself, but I mean, it, it wiggles. Well, you got to also make sure that the bone is not fractured. This is true. Right? It's either loose because it just kind of got moved a little bit or the bone is completely fractured. Yes. If the bone is fractured, there's uh, a little more to it. You're kind of effed. Uh just not going to lie. It's going to it's going to take longer to heal. Yeah, and then you're, there's a good chance that the tooth might need to come yeah, out. Yeah, you're going to have to That's take what you didn't want to say. Yeah. Right? Uh but uh so that so that's one thing. Right. So now you're looking you're looking to make sure that there's no pink. Yep. You're looking to make sure the tooth is not that loose. Yeah. Right. And if it if it's not bone, if it's not fractured bone, exactly. Right. So do you? Let's just say that you got through all that. And that's the case, right? Mm-hmm. You come to the dentist. More than likely, we're going to do a root canal on that tooth. Yep. To try to basically prevent any dead tissue or any problems with that tooth later on. Because what happens is when you uh, have trauma to a tooth, the 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 blood vessels that that nourish the tooth come from the bottom. So if you get a um, an impact. That compresses that blood tissue, it could possibly uh, cause it to break. Uh, basically, the tooth is basically going to die. It's kind of like whenever you sleep on your arm and your arm falls asleep. What you're really doing is you literally cut off blood circulation to a part of your, exactly. your extremity. That's exactly what's happening right now. Imagine if you constrict it and hold it there. That tooth is going to die. That arm will die if yeah. you kept doing that. That's why your arm falls asleep and you kind of wiggle it and shake it to try to get the blood circulating through it. In again. this case, you're just going to have a big gray tooth. 
That's exactly. That's another <laughs> thing, right? So let's just say that you get a root canal and the, the tooth ends up changing colors. Yep. More than likely, you need to go, you're going to need to do one or two things: uh, get a crown. Yep. Or get internal bleaching. And what internal bleaching really is is they just bleach the tooth, make it whiter from the inside. Does it work? Not really, <laughs> right? I oh, feel like no, we talk it about it. It doesn't, and and I've done it before, but it doesn't really work as well as people expect it to work. It it's like one of those things that sounds good in in principle, but in actual practice, we're talking about like when he says bleaching from the inside, we're talking about like the top of the canal, right? Right. Uh, of the pulpal canal, which is very, very small. Like, you know, in, in some cases, we're talking about tip of a pen. Yeah. Right? And getting the bleaching solution in there, and it just doesn't work. And it takes weeks. It takes it's a long time. It's not just like, oh, one time and done. No, it takes a long time to do. Yeah. You got to keep coming back in every week for them to take out the old bleaching material and put new ones in there. I feel like uh, when you do those cases, it's almost like... After like the second week, you just everyone's just thinking positively, so it's just like, oh <laughs> yeah, I know the difference. Oh, yeah, I see oh, that. I think I see it now. It's like uh, looking at one of those magic eye posters. You're like, you know what? That tooth is wider now. Oh, that is working. Uh, and then you look at a picture. No, no, it looks exactly the same. Um, no, but you you definitely need a crown. Uh, mm-hmm. You so, but let's talk about uh, if it's you take it a step further, right? The tooth completely comes out. So it's, um, it's evolved completely. It's evolved completely. Mm-hmm. What what should you do? All right. So whenever the tooth comes out completely, you want to try to put it in something that's as close to basic as possible. Meaning water. That, <laughs> well, not I'm water. Joking. Not water. The reason why is because your 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 saliva, right? Which is probably close to being the best thing you can do. If you don't have any milk or anything, because you know sometimes they have milk. They have uh, what is that? What's that thing? Um, there's this solution now that they make oh that's balanced out for yeah your, for your tooth right if you don't have that just spit a lot just spit a just lot, spit into, a lot your, into a bag into a bag or into a cup or something and put the tooth on in there because it's actually one of the best things you can possibly do and put that tooth in there and just keep it in there and go to the dentist as soon as possible water not as good right uh listerine definitely not good right it's osmosis right basically yeah. uh high concentration of water on one side low concentration on another that high concentration section is going to squeeze into the low concentration section now you basically have water that's going back and forth on that tooth you don't want that and also you want to keep the tooth wet but not super saturated it's also going to kill off the 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 actual living tissue that's exactly right uh, so oh uh, another thing too don't brush anything off of that tooth if the tooth comes out and it falls on the ground and it's dirty do not brush it clean it or anything because you're actually getting rid of some live cells that are on that tooth that we need yep. to try to help you you know so do funny. not brush it <laughs> I, I did have a patient that came in uh, with a with a, a vols tooth or a tooth that's completely fallen out he put it in hydrogen peroxide no, good. So it was very nice and clean. It was, it, it was, it was sparkling. So did you just throw it in the trash? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> right in front of him, <laughs> and I can like see the tears like start to well up in this grown man's eye. Like, I just gave that to you. It's so good. What are you doing? Yeah. Well, I'm, de- I'm definitely not going to be able to use this. There's no way it's going to reattach. You've cleaned. You've basically destroyed any living tissue on yeah. it. Yeah. 
you've you've destroyed any nerve or any like anything that we could use to try to like say hey your body can work with this you nope. destroyed it all your body's going to treat that like a four it's basically it's like a putting a rock object. in your head now <laughs> that's exactly right so let's just say that you did everything that we told you to do you get to the dentist as soon as possible within an hour is what they normally say right, right. within an hour so try to get to the dentist any dentist will I don't care. Any dentist, you know. I mean, any dentist. Oh, well, some dentists. Let's suck let's more be than honest. Others. If if you go with a evolved tooth to an endodontist, <laughs> you're gonna root canal too. They're gonna say, "Uh, sir." Yeah, they're gonna root canal your evolved tooth. <laughs> and they'd be like, "See, it's, it looks nice." <laughs> they're gonna right? root canal it in their hand and give it to you and tell right. you to find a, a, general a general dentist. dentist. Yeah. So anyway, you find a you find a dentist that knows what they're doing, and the one thing that they do, they're gonna split the tooth. So basically, they're going to. Put it back into the socket, hopefully, and then they're gonna glue it to the other teeth. That's, glue it? Well, splinting. I, I I don't know how else to say, but they basically they're not gonna glue, actually use glue. I'm they just don't saying, use glue. Don't tell them that. Yeah, yeah, but they use cement, composite, or whatever it may be to basically attach it to the other teeth. A, l- a little tangent. How many times has a person told you that they use uh, super glue to, to fix their dental problems? A lot. Exactly. That's what I said. Which don't. is very bad, by the way. Yes. That's why I tell it's them don't really, use glue. really bad. Because you can actually uh, get high off that. Yes. Or die, yeah. But anyway, yeah. so we, we attach so it to the other teeth. So we're not gluing it, but... No, we attach it to the other teeth for about two weeks. And we take x-rays and we look at it, make sure that everything is okay. Okay, so you come back in two weeks. We look at it. We leave it alone. Then you come back in four weeks. We, we take look it, at it and we, leave we it alone. It out, leave it alone. <laughs> you know, and we literally keep doing this up to six months. Almost, so, actually, we can even go up to a year. So, you really so can. yeah, basically, uh, when this happens, when you wake up the the next day or what, or I'm sorry, right after it happens, and and you get to a dentist, just be prepared. This is this is a long, arduous uh, process. We're not just going to put the tooth back in and everything's just yeah. right with the world. Yeah. And the reason why we do this for the first six to eight weeks, you just come in every two weeks. The reason why we're doing that, we want to make sure that that tooth is going to survive. It's not going to die on you. Okay. Or it's not going to call uh, get what we call external or internal resorption, meaning that the tooth starts and the body starts eating away at that tooth. Okay. So that's why we keep bringing you back in every two weeks to make sure that we don't get any issues with it whatsoever. And once we, once we realize, Hey, this tooth is okay. It's not going to go any further. Then we look to see if it's sturdy enough for us to take off that bonding that we did. More than likely, you're going to get a root canal. <laughs> Let's be honest. <laughs> At the end of all this, you're probably going to get a root canal. Most of the time, I'm going to say what 90% of the time you yep. end up with a root canal yep. because you literally took a tooth out. Punched it out because you got drunk and decided to hit on some guy's girl. And now this tooth is in your hand. You put it back in. It's not going to attach the way it normally did. It's not going to... All the blood vessels and everything are not going to come back. So you're going to need a root canal. Okay? But we keep watching to make sure that there's no other issues that are going to come about. Like I said... Uh, uh, oh, ankylosis. An- ankylos. Meaning basically fusing to the bone. The tooth fusing to the bone. We don't want that. Okay? If that happens, that tooth needs to come out. If you have uh, external internal resorption, meaning the tooth is eating away at itself, the tooth needs to what? Come out. Okay? So what Dr. Aka is saying is basically uh, your tooth your is going to come out. No, 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 no. No. <laughs> no, no. I mean, honestly, most of the time it doesn't. If you come to the dentist early enough, you'll be able to save it. But more than likely, you're going to need a root canal. I still think it's like a 50-50 chance. Uh, I don't know the research. I'll be honest with you. I don't know the research. And if anybody does, let me know. But I don't feel like people have done enough research to know that this is what the number is for success rate. But I, it is a coin toss. 
I, I'm going to say that for every time a patient has come in with their tooth in hand, um, there's been 10 times where they came in with no tooth in hand. Tooth is missing, but they're like, I was drunk. It happened. I just lost a tooth. You know? That's right. So, it, which makes it a lot easier for us, right, if you don't have anything to go off of. But um, still, if you do have the tooth, it's all about speed. The quicker we can put it back in, the better. The better the prognosis. But uh, it's going to be a long process of just monitoring, basically. That's exactly right. Because you want to make sure that nothing bad really happens to this tooth. Yeah, exactly. Know? So, again, you know, we want to we want to be careful. We want to be careful. Again, Mardi Gras is a holiday in, in the South. It is. <laughs> it really is a holiday in the South. I mean, I can you can you give us some history on why it's considered a holiday? What do I know? I came from Philly area. Why do what I are care? You talking about you before air? You were talking about soca and all this other stuff. No, no, no. Okay, start off with all right. Soca music has nothing to do with Mardi Gras. At least not that I know of. Okay. Okay. Uh, I feel like the person that should be Soca talking... Soca is Caribbean, though. It is Caribbean. It has nothing to do with French, you know, corridors or anything like that whatsoever. Okay. So I know, I know, I have no idea why Mardi Gras came. The only thing I actually remember growing up about Mardi Gras was, remember Girls Going Wild? That That's okay. all I remember. The, <laughs> was... the uh, prestige of our show has been... Uh, brought down severely but that's all i remember girls like, gone wild remember that like they used to be like oh girls gone wild hey mardi gras yeah that's all i remember so i'm just shaking my head right <laughs> that, I was, that was the only thing i could ever equate it to like oh mardi gras girl, girls gone wild so you, know you mean? thought that's just it's, that, mardi gras I, is about topless women that's it that's what i thought it was didn't the guy from that get like uh jail time no, yeah it was like, get, like didn't he get like severely beaten up by like somebody's dad or something oh or, like, probably they like uh sodomized oh, yeah. him or something yeah, well i'm not saying all that I, but that's what i heard again all i know is mardi gras girls grown wild <laughs> you know that would be like mardi gras and uh jerry springer show i'm sure they well, correlate I, I, I believe the actual reason they celebrate it is Please. because uh it's a catholic t- time right right be after that where they get for lent right they give up wait a minute lent. wait a minute you're telling me so Mardi Gras is like is like the like the pre fun like you're getting out everything before Lent. Oh, basically, yeah, really, yeah. I guess that kind of makes sense. Fat that's Tuesdays that's and all what that Fat Tuesdays yeah. is all mm-hmm. about. Oh, it, you are full of wisdom. I, I try sometimes. I had no idea. Yeah, I but, literally don't know why you want to go all out first before you give up something for Lent. You know, so why don't you just eat all the candy that you want before you give up give up candy for Lent? I mean, that's kind of what it is. What are you giving up? Topless ladies for Lent. That's I what mean, Mardi Gras is. Remember, girls going wild. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> You're giving up topless ladies. We we definitely lost at least uh, two subscribers. Oh yeah, uh, it, it, they, we, we only like, have what? five. We <laughs> only have five. They're like, I'm not listening to this half, crap again. Half of our listening pool is gone now. Okay, no, great. But, you know it is. But, uh, Mardi, uh, it's funny. I actually wanted to go to Mardi Gras, right? Uh, so of course, why would you not? No, the reason why is because there was a parade, and my, you know, I was like, oh, let's just go because it was last Friday. So I was like, let me take let me take my daughter and and my wife to. You're going to take your, your daughter to a Mardi Gras parade. To, 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 to the parade because there's okay. a parade right and and it was like noon they're not doing any weird stuff at noon okay fair okay enough. most of the drunks are gonna come out after that let's hope okay <laughs> so so we get down there and here's the problem when it's cold out no one wants to do anything in houston uh yeah okay i didn't know that because it's never cold here so when it <laughs> is it's like oh my god yeah exactly so we get there ever been. 
They have a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> Please, Papa. <laughs> right? But yeah, we get there. And, and and literally, we're the only ones standing there. We're like, where's the parade? Where's, where's the parade? And they postponed the parade because it was too cold. So I think they're doing a parade this weekend. I was uh, mad. I was really mad. I was like, I came here with the five-month-old to see a parade. And God damn it, there's going to be a parade somewhere. Hey, that, that's Houston. There yeah. was one snowflake on the in the sky and the whole city shut down. Oh, yeah. I remember that. They were like, we don't even know where where, where do we get ice from? Where, where do we get uh, salt from <laughs> for the roads? <laughs> so they shut down all the bridges. They yeah. literally shut down all the bridges for two days. I think the news said, icy Armageddon. <laughs> uh, and I'm like, what? Uh in, in the Northeast, this would be considered like a, a good day, right? A flurry. Yeah. They'd be like, oh, there's a flurry. Get your ass to work. Yeah, exactly. Not in Houston. Houston, it's like, please, snow Armageddon. <laughs> Snowpocalypse is coming. <laughs> you know? The sleet, stay inside. You know, it was funny because, you know, we're sitting there. It was me and my mom. My mom just came from Baltimore. Okay. So she's, she's Real watching. Cold. Yeah. So she's watching the news and she's like, you know, I can't. <laughs> I get home from work, right? Because I went to work. I was like, I'm going to go to work. Okay. Because I know how to get there. It's like really close. So I get home. And she's like, I have missed most of my shows because people in Houston keep talking about this snow that I have yet to see. (laughs) And I'm like, what are you talking about? She's like, look at the news. And she kept flipping through the channel. So she's mad, right? Because Mm -hmm. she missed Steve Harvey's show, (laughs) (laughs) The Wheel of Fortune. She missed all those shows. She she, she, she missed the good shows. Okay. Yo, she's very, she's very particular about her shows. Okay. Everyone likes uh, uh, Steve Harvey's Family Feud, by the The way. Family Feud. That's what it is. She missed all that. It's classic. And so she's mad. So she's like, I missed all these because they keep talking. The news keeps talking about the snow that's coming. And I was like, oh man, I forgot to tell you. When any kind of snow or any kind of precipitation comes into the Houston area, they shut down. Yeah. And all that's all they talk about. Yeah. And she's like, what, what do you mean? And she's like, how cold is it going to get? And she's like, oh, is it going to be like minus? I said, no, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> 32 degrees. <laughs> if you want, you can say zero centigrade to make it sound, you know, way worse. If, if it got minus in Houston. Oh, my God. I'm pretty sure there would be a state emergency. And I, I, I can we'd guarantee we have to be evacuated. <laughs> and they said that they increased the uh, electricity because people were turning on their heat so much. So people aren't used to the cold in Houston. Oh no! You know, so so like the electric company was like, oh, we don't know what to do with all this and everything. It was crazy, man. But anyway, <sighs> just a, just a, another another wonderful week in Houston. It's crazy, man. But I'm still mad about the fact that I went to Galveston on my day off and I didn't <laughs> get a chance to see a parade. I'm still mad about that. Maybe maybe uh, this next week. <laughs> I'm not going back. I refuse. Not? I'm not going back to that, that filth. Quitter. Quitter. <laughs> but anyway, guys, uh, we thank you for listening uh, to us this week. Oh, man, we're done. Yeah. Oh, we, wow. We're, we only we're went over, what? Like 42 minutes, man. We only, what, what do we go over, like, just two things? Yeah. Man, we need to really get our act together. Exactly. We we're, we need to ne- stay focused. That's ne- the problem. Ne- we don't next, stay focused. Next week, I'm calling it. We're going to get a guest here. Let's okay. bring an endodontist. Oh, no more endodontists. No, you're done with them? Yes. Let's bring an oral surgeon. No, let's because bring I feel like No, let's bring an oral surgeon because I feel like I've hated on him so much that I need somebody to come in and be like, please, you know, sound better than what I, I hear. When I think I endodont- like or when I, I think oral surgeon, I think pompous. I think, you know, uh, self-absorbed. You're, you're making this so easy to get now. <laughs> 
So, when I think of an orthodontist, I just think <laughs> no of orthodontist. Oral they're okay. No, no, no. Oral surgeons. Yeah. When oral I think surgeons. of an oral surgeon, yeah. I just think of the scum of the earth. Uh, next week, we hope to have one on. Uh, this please, is us. please join us next week for uh, our oral surgeon is going to come on. He's going to come in. Pop, pop. <laughs> now we may begin. <laughs> yeah, my tooth is lost. <laughs> but uh, anyway, thank you guys for listening. Uh, as always, be safe, and we'll see you next week. All right. Yes, and if you go to Mardi Gras, please. Please don't don't end up on Girls Gone Wild. Oh God! <laughs> and we're done <laughs> later. Thank you for listening to Tooth Be Told. If you have any questions or comments, please email us at realdentist with an s at gmail dot com. That's real dentist r e a l dentist with an s at gmail dot com. Remember, the opinions on this podcast are just that our professional opinions. The final decision about your health should be made by you and a trusted dental professional.